There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Check the mic. Check, check the mic, Mike. As they say. What have I done? Have you said anything that you regret in a previous episode? Yes, and I said to producer Ben, and I said to you, that I wanted the dressing gown belt bit cut from last week's episode. Soz. Oh my God, the amount of people that are sliding into my DMs. We've got people sending me links to Swingers websites. I mean, that's a bit unfair. Just just because you like to be tied up with a dressing gown cord doesn't automatically mean you're a swinger. I've had some bloke from Devon saying he's not gay, but... And then him and his wife are like, pretty open-minded <laughs> I'm not even joking and basically they said when all this is over they could show me a, a few things <laughs> and then this is the worst part you know my mum dips in and out oh no she didn't listen so my mum's like not listen for a while she dips in and out because she's not like a big podcast listener she heard it right and then she said was it the dressing gown I bought you? It's just bad enough. <laughs> and then she said, we've never thought of using the dressing gown belt. I was like, I don't want to know. She went, do you remember that time once when we lived in Northern Ireland, Vicky lent us some handcuffs and we couldn't get them off your dad and we had to get your Auntie Linda to come round and help me get them off. I was like, have you actually just told your son that? A family that plays together. <laughs> Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, is it okay to wear underwear when you're in isolation? I can't remember the last time I wore boxers. Cannot remember. And what should you wear for a Skype dinner date? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunt, so are we, William Hansen? UK's now... God knows where you are on this table of leading etiquette experts. How you won't work for weeks. How, uh, excuse me, who hasn't been on air for a few weeks? Oh, don't. I'm missing it. Uh, yes, no, we're not Jordan North. I'm more avant-garde, you're more avant-got-a-clue. <laughs> arguably, arguably that... my favourite one to date. Thank you, Anne Davidson. <laughs> uh, who said that? Anne Davidson, one of our G&Divas. What does avant-garde? What does avant-garde mean? Oh, my God. Well, why don't you look that up for next week? It'll give you something do to do it. during the week. I, I, I have heard of it. Oh, do you know what? I only just found out this week. I'm looking at a flat. Just virtually, because I've no else to do. I only found out what Amazonette is. Amazonette? Avant-garde. Oh, well, hang on. Which word are we doing? Weren't he, didn't he used to manage Chelsea, producer Ben? Hey. Hey. One foot, lads. Um, and... <laughs> And girls and anyone, anyone else that who might likes be in. in football. So go on, tell uh, us what avant-garde means. It's at times like this I miss William's wacky word of the week. 
New and experimental ideas and methods in art, music or literature. I'm avant-garde. I'd say my radio show's avant-garde. It's creative. It's wacky. It's not I'm, on air for a couple of weeks. <laughs> who, who, who am I kidding? We talk about picky teas and play yeah, North Please Soccer. stop tweeting about picky teas. Oh, it is so sodding dull. We are depressed enough as it is in the nation without <laughs> seeing barrages of bland beige food every night at about... Seven o'clock in the evening. Honestly, right, the picky tea situation is getting out of hand. The amount just of people... do a tweet saying, "I'm sorry, everyone, I'm taking a break from picky teas." No, no, because I'm getting like Burnley football players and and things now, and people asking me to rate the picky teas. Anyway, just to let you know, William and I are currently recording the podcast in our bedrooms. On oh no, Zoom. I'm, excuse me, thank you very much. I'm not in my bedroom. Where are you? Oh, you're in your I'm in study. My, I'm in my Oval Office. Oval Office. It's a study with tacky furniture I'm from watching Ikea. A lot of, I'm re-watching the West Wing at the moment, so I'm going to we... rename this the Oval Office. Oh, I'm, I need to get into that. Is it good? Yes, it's quite complicated. Mm. Don't... You are being extra honest to God. I, if I was next to you right now, I'd swing there for you. There are words over two syllables in it. I'm just might, looking... I suggest, Jordan, I'm going to say one word to help you if you do watch it. Subtitles. You're annoying me. Why does your hair look like Maggie Thatcher's today? Because I haven't You've got been a Maggie any... Thatcher quiff! You look like Maggie Thatcher! It's because my hair... Obviously, where I go to have my hair cut, which we've discussed many a time on this podcast, it's shut, yeah. as, as indeed all hairdressers are. I'm going to look like Rapunzel by the end of this. You are. Bloody hell fire. Um, Shall we have a drink? Well, to be honest, I've already started. So have I. So have I. Because um, uh, because I'm at home, and obviously normally when we record and we're in the studio, I have to sort of get on public transport or drive home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because I'm doing this in my own home, I thought I'd have a double D. So oh. good luck, everybody, when we get to the questions. Oh, a double D. Mm. We've, got our, um, we've got our drinks. I think we should... Thank you. We should, um, we should toast. And let's let's be honest... This means more than a clap. I think we should toast the NHS. Oh, do you know? Oh, mate. Yeah, NHS and carers. And the care workers. We can do carers another episode. We've got weeks of this. To the NHS. The NHS. And for the private sector, Booper. (laughs) You had to frigging ruin it, didn't you? Well, no, just because they work just as hard. Um, They're still saving lives. I'm on gin and tonic, by the way. I've no de bonnet. I mean, sort yourself out. Get off. Get off the. Get off the session. I've got the bot. It is. Ben has just said it's almost unforgivable in his opinion, and I would agree. Um, I you I got I, I had a bottle, but I've drank it. I can't stop drinking. That's two things I'm doing in self isolation. Tying drinking. yourself to the bed and knocking down the D. <laughs> Shut up! Don't mention it. Never happened. Never happened. Oh, and one more thing. Yes. I was going to write a script and sell it to BBC Three and become world famous. Right. How's that going? Um, so I finished this script last week. Oh, you've actually done it? Yeah. And then I read it yesterday. Oh, my God, it's so shit. Can you give us the premise? <laughs> okay, it's a crap Northern Gavin and Stacey in the first episode. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crap Gavin and Stacey. Wow. Northern Gavin and Stacey. And the first episode is based around the family having a picky tea. Oh my god! <laughs> so what? I read it. I back. mean, you, do, you don't you don't diversify, do you? 
I finished it on Friday and thought, this is funny. This is office-esque. This is Phoenix Nights. This is the Royal Family. And then I read it back yesterday. I was so depressed. I was like, this is shite. This is absolutely shite. Well, it'll be on BBC Three in a flash. Um, how's your self-isolating going? Uh, yes, it's fine. Mikey and I are doing a lot of Disney Plus and chill, um, <laughs> which is good. Uh, we're working our way through all that. At your age, you dirty guess. Um, which is that, Mike? Um, obviously, Mikey's a key worker mm-hmm. and doing what he does. Etiquette experts apparently aren't key workers. Who knew? But he is—he is still working. He's um, grafting away on those building sites, isn't he? During the days, he, he goes to work in the office, and I obviously work from home when he's away. And, um, yeah, generally it's fine. The weekends are a little bit boring, um, because obviously... I, I always find weekends boring in, in, at the best of times, but particularly at the moment. Dear! Oh, I hate a weekend. Dear! Oh, if you, you, know my, you know I don't like bank holidays, and I'm not really that fond of weekends. One day weekend, that's all we need. Other than that, you've been all right? You've been yeah, coping? I'm fine. Are you coping with your missus? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of uh, dressing up in your dressing gown. Oh, for God's sake! Lie me on the bed and spank me with a slipper. I never got. I've never been spanked, and no. You know you're a bit kinky. I'm not you've, kinky. Well, you are. You've talked about that. You know my birthday present to you. I just realised that that, in some circles, counts as fetish gear. <laughs> oh my God! It does. We're not talking... I'm not kinky. I'm not. Right? I just experimented with a dressing gown belt once. Not that long ago. <laughs> Did you? But have no. you washed the dressing gown since, can I just ask? I think we all know the answer to the question. I don't know. Um, I'm, look, your... I'm looking at it now. It's so weird. Is it crusty? tied up in that. Oh, <laughs> William! William! Well, if you haven't watched it, it probably would be. Stop DMing me, people asking if I'm kinky. I'm not. And no, I don't want to borrow your Can I say, I did, I did get love a little... Oh. I did get a little bit of love from the gays last week after my little breakdown, but not enough. Oh, yeah, you did. So if we can you. still keep that coming, as it were, gays, <laughs> then I'm, I'm open to it. Yeah. And I think, look, Jordan, we've, we've, we've mentioned this in a couple of episodes of this series already, but I think it's probably time that we finally tell everybody who didn't come to our latter live shows what actually went on in the Premier Inn in Glasgow. Oh, no. And let, wanna... me, let me set this up before Jordan does. Why is it always in hotel rooms with us two? Jordan and I, to keep costs down, obviously, were sharing a room in most of the places that we went on tour in January. It was 12 quid a ticket. What do you expect? And we decided we we were in Glasgow. We had a lovely show in Glasgow, and we had a we, great tour. That seems like a lifetime ago now. That tour, oh yeah. I'm not just saying it, it was probably one of the best two weeks of my life. Anyway, we finished. And I've the, done a season in Magaluf. We we finished the Glasgow show. We got back to the hotel. We took off the stab vests, and we were chatting in the the bar. <laughs> we didn't have stab and we. It was got to midnight, and we were like, "Okay, night, everyone, night, night, everyone, night, night." And Jordan goes, "Oh, oh, my friends, my friends outside. He wants to meet me for a drink. Do you want to come?" And we're like, "Absolutely not. It's midnight. We've we've got a tour to do. We're professionals." Off Jordan went, and he went and met his friend for a drink. Very nice. Jordan's the sort of person that can't say no. I can't, especially I can't. if he's tied up. And he <laughs> then off he went. And I said, "Look, don't be late." Don't whine, don't annoy me by coming into the hotel room late. Well, at five past five a.m., 
Jordan bursts forth into our hotel room. And I will let Jordan tell the rest of this story. What time was it when I got in? 5.05. You had a face like thunder. I was incensed, but then you, when you came out of the bathroom, having freshened up, and you went, oh, I've had a nightmare, I've had a nightmare. And you told me the following story. It was then hard to be irritated with you off the back of this. I actually fell out of bed and laughed. He actually, he actually did fall out of bed. So I left some pub club at three o'clock in the morning and I got in a taxi and I said Premier in please pal and the guy was like right which Premier in pal I was like uh, Premier in Glasgow and he was like right there's about fucking 20 pal and I was like it's um anyway I was hammered if you didn't know if you did, that's the impression I was doing and he took me to this Premier in and I got to it, and I couldn't even get my key card in. And then I realised it was the the wrong Premier Inn. So then I walked to the Premier Inn that I was staying in, and I got in, and I walked up the stairs because I don't do lifts. And what room were we again? Seven o four. Was it seven o? Do you remember the details? Yes, I remember seven o four. So we were in room seven o four. This entire trip is burned on my memory. So I, go, I walked up the seventh floor because I don't do lifts, and. My key card wouldn't work in the door. So uh, the guy from reception come up. He must have seen me on the camera and was like, is everything all right? I was like, my key card won't work. And he was like, oh, um, what's your name? And I said, Jordan North. And he was like, oh, it's not under that name. I went, oh, William Hansen. I sobered up a bit by now. And he went, no, there's nothing here. And I was like, oh, I was hammered. And I was like, oh. Oh, it'll be the production company. I'm on a tour at the moment for a podcast. The production company's booked it and it would have been under their name. I'm I'm sorry, I won't know what it is. He went, all right, fair enough. And he told me the name. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was like someone in the office of the production company that we don't know. They let me into the room. I walked in and as I walked in, <laughs> this middle-aged couple both just shut up out of bed. <laughs> like... One of this guy was like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. They must have thought I was like, I could have been a masked murderer. So then So then and to be fair, your appearance doesn't help. So then the the guy from reception and security come up because they heard the commotion and he's like, Right, out, out you perf, out and I was like, No, no, I was like, I'm genuinely mistaken. I was like, I am staying in the Premier Inn. It's just, it's not this one either. So I've been to two Premier Inns. This was the worst part, right? I'm screaming. Security, they're trying to get me in the lift and I'm pissed. There are indeed about 20 Premier Inns in Glasgow. I'm pissed and worked up. And I'm trying to explain to the guy that I, don't, I'm, I can't get in lifts. I'm claustrophobic. And they just think I'm wanting to roam round trying to get in other people's rooms. And he's like, in the lift. And I'm like... I can't get in lists, I'm claustrophobic, I'll have a panic attack. To the point where I was clinging onto things with my hands. I was clinging onto a door and like a toddler having a tantrum, this security guard and this bloke had hold of my legs and they were trying to drag me down the corridor and I was just trying to grab things and going, no, I'm not getting in the lift, I'm claustrophobic. Then, at one point, I had both my legs on the lift door, like my legs out like a fork to stop myself from getting in the lift. (laughs) 
sorry to that couple that woke up. Sorry to the security guard. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're listening. And also, as well, um, what really pissed me off the most is I got out of the club, and the Premier Inn was literally across the road from it, so I didn't even need to get in a taxi. People think we make stories up about you in that that you're actually not this stupid, but you know you are. So that was what happened in the Premier Inn. Well, if that story wasn't funny enough for you, G and Divas, well, help is on hand because it is time for the moment in this episode we all look forward to. It's Jordan's 700 Jokes of the Week. Jolly Joke of the Week. Jordan's, Jordan's 700 jolly... jolly Jokes of the Week. Jolly Jokes of the... of the Week. Are you I'm... drunk again? I'm on my way, as they say. I'm on my way. I... On my way. So we moving however... on my way. During Keep our... a little light on. Keep a little light on. During I'm on our... my way. Jordan, shut up. During... Soon be moving on my way. Jordan, shut Keep up. Keep a light. Just let me finish. Gene Divas, right? There's a great band called James. Everyone knows them for Sit Down, right? They are one of the best Whilst you're doing un- this, I can't be underrated I'm, I'm bands. I'm in my own house. I'm going to go and get a and Bye-bye. Oh, are you going to go and get a and Right. Seriously, I never taught music, but um, the Cortinas and James are the most underrated band. Soon be moving on my way. Leave a little light on. Whilst William's making his GD. Leave a little light on. Can we keep this in, Ben, for copyright purposes? Yeah. I'm on my way. And the video to that, moving on, is a is beautiful. It's about his mother. G and Divas, it's just me and you. Till William gets back. Actually don't know what to. Don't know what to do without William. Oh, you're back? Yes, I'm back. Have you done your no. joke? No. <laughs> so funny. Edit that I in. haven't. Little girl and a teacher. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I seriously worry about my life. Right, I'll start again. A teacher says to a class... I want you all to come up to the front and say a sentence with the word contagious in it. And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. So a teacher says to her pupils, okay, I want you all to say a sentence with the word contagious in it. Little girl gets up front. She says, right, I've got one for you. She says to the teacher in the class, our neighbour is painting his house with a two-inch brush and my dad says it will take the contagious. (laughs) Well, it's a bit blue, but it's funny. (laughs) Well done. Now... (laughs) <laughs> on our Instagram, if you follow our Instagram, uh, last week we did a competition where one of you, lucky lot, could win a fresh tub of my pink stuff. You could win that, and congratulations to the winner, who we will have picked by the time this goes out. Uh, but it's time to bring back our standard competition, the Give Me the D competition. This is where you could win a fresh bottle of De Bonnet. Jordan, can you remember the lyrics? And Jordan, you were on yes. the phone there, weren't you? Yeah, I was trying to find... I don't like just doing one joke of the week. I no, like to it's do... one joke, I can assure you, is more than enough. To get it, contagious. Yes. Uh-huh. One, two. two. A one, one, two. two. Three. I want, I want the D. The D. I need, I need it, it now. Please, Please tell, tell me when. when. Please, Please tell, tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So come on, boys. Come on, boys. Give me the tea. Give me the tea. What do you do if you want to win the tea, William? Go to our Instagram, at sexwithmyboss. There'll be a post with all the rules on it. Do that, you'll be golden. That tea could be coming to you and it could keep you amused during isolation. Just um, keep the... uh... Yeah, just keep an eye on our socials. Have you heard that up there? That little a kid up there is like an herd of elephants. Hang on, I've just got to go and... You can't bang Shut on up! the ceiling. If you want to get in touch, G and with any of your problems, we're still open to receive your dilemmas. It's sexedmyboss.com slash contact. All the information is there. The email Are you is ready help. to receive, William? Yes, help at sexedmyboss.com. Com. Um, if you oh. are going to send us a handwritten letter, however, replies might be ever so slightly slower in coming back. First question. Hello, William and Jordan. Slash. Eh? No, I'm all right. I'm drinking gin. Don't mind me. You what? About half an hour. I'm just going to have sausage and mash. Sorry, it's my housemate. What, what was going to ask me? What to make me a little brew, bless him. 
You ready? Carry you finished? On. Any other yeah. domestic affairs you'd like to take care of in my own time? Very no. busy at the moment. Go for it. Here comes our first dilemma. Hello, Jordan and William, slash William and Jordan. For the last few weeks, I have been seeing a girl during my time at university in Manchester. We've known each other for a while and get on like a house on fire, and after a few months of knowing each other, we probably got together towards the end of February. However, since lockdown was implemented in mid-March, we were both forced out of Manchester and back to our respective homes for the foreseeable future. I don't really know the next time we'll see each other. I am mad about her, and I think she feels the same. We had the most amazing few weeks together before having to head off. How do I make sure I keep things going? We were riding a really nice wave until we were forced apart. We video call most days and text pretty much all the time, but I am, perhaps irrationally, worried that things could fizzle out if we kept apart for ages. We act like boyfriend and girlfriend in every sense, but I haven't had the time or chance to seal the proverbial deal yet. Any help and tips would be appreciated. Love and keep safe, Adam. Jordan, what's your take on that? Well, I think they're ready to take it to the next stage. Well, I think they are, but I think um, they're, they're in a love lockdown, as someone was yeah. saying. Yeah, oh, that's a great title for a song, Love well, Lockdown. Was, oh, was it actually? Yes. I oh. think I remember that. In fact, I'm going to look up who did that. Kansas City on lockdown. Am I in... So I think you're ready to take it to the next stage. So, like we've got to do in these times, you can't physically go to the next stage. Okay. If you know what I mean? So why not do it on, on FaceTime or Skype? Well, I think you, you 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 can allude to that. I mean, I don't think I would. I mean, look, I'm very fortunate that Mike and I got together four, nearly five years ago. So we 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 sort of you know did it in person, as it were, rather than having to do it virtually. But oh, you Kanye, do know I'm talking about Kanye sex, West. Don't you? Look at me. I referenced a Kanye West single with "Love Lockdown." Oh. This is "Love Lockdown." I'm loving you. There we go. Kanye All West. Right. Drop of course, how did I don't know that? I'll be on Radio 1 next. Of course it is, I'm such a shit DJ. Anyway, um, I'm talking about sex, the next stage. Well, no, you you can't do that, and I think you sort of have to, you, you have to understand that it's got nothing to do with you, it's got nothing to do with your relationship, and Adam, to be perfectly honest, I think it's highly unlikely that the girl that you're interested in is going to be going on any other dates, or seeing anyone else, because even if she's doing virtual dates, I don't think she will be. It sounded like it was about to happen. You have fallen victim to, to bad timing. We're all in the same boat. And just keep chatting, keep being nice. Hopefully she's understanding. If she doesn't understand, there's something wrong with her. Because, as I say, we're all in this in this boat. Be patient. Yeah, um, Adam, come here. Come here, bro. Listen up, bro. Two, two metres. Uh, I know you, you're missing her and you can't stop thinking about her. He did say that, didn't he? He's thinking about mm-hmm. her a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You could take it to the next stage, but virtually. Why can't I say virtually? I don't know. I mean, you can't. You can hardly say anything. So I mean, I'm not virtual. You, can't say virtually. you can take it to the next stage virtually. Am I saying that right? Yeah. But you can. You know, it's not ideal, but it's better than the old thingy bank. So, like, do it over FaceTime or. Video call. Well, they all, they're already doing that. They're, they're calling each other daily. Yeah, but to get... Look, we could be here for a long time and things are getting pent up. So it's perfectly fine to do that. 
it's perfectly fine to do that anyway. I know people that do it when they're over halfs away. When Mikey's working away with lads on site, you know, like when he's got a job somewhere mm. else, do you ever do it? Do what? Like, it over. Do I tie myself up on the bed with a dressing gown cord and say, oh, wish you were here? F- yes. <laughs> no. Next, Next question. question. Just hold it out. Hold it out. That's what I'm saying. Oh, don't do that. What? <laughs> Dear William and Jordan, I, like many, am working from home during these <laughs> peculiar times. When I say hold it out, I mean just wait it out. Carry on. <laughs> I've just clicked. Do I have your permission to carry on? Um, yes, seeing as you asked so nicely. Dear William and Jordan, I, like many, am working from home during these peculiar times. It has led me to ponder the following. Is it acceptable to have a spot of sherry whilst partaking in luncheon, even though I am technically working? Naturally, it is being consumed from a luxury cut glass with a delicate rim. Many thanks and best wishes, Scott. Scott, who are you? The Queen Mother. Bloody hell. Sherry at luncheon. I wouldn't necessarily have it with lunch. I might have it pre-lunch. I have been drinking a lot. Because I've been bored and like, yeah. So I mean, you drink um, a lot most of the time. To be yeah, that's honest. true. Coronavirus has got nothing to do with your drinking. But um, I, I'm trying not to drink in the house Monday to Thursday. Oh, producer's th- yawning. That's a good sign. <laughs> oh, producer is yawning. I'm trying not to drink in the house Monday to Thursday during the week. I'm just trying to drink. I have a little one on Thursday, then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. When all this is over, the first thing I'm going to do is I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm walking into the first pub. Slapping 20 quid on the bar and just putting my head under a frigging Guinness tap. I'm just going to be like... Uh, uh. And then you'll go to the pub. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get it on my face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, rub it in. Yeah. Oh. You asked for this to be cut. Oh. I'm not kinky. Next question. <laughs> Dear William and Jordan... I hope that you are well during this safe and ghastly coronavirus pandemic. Like many G&Divas, I am volunteering in our local community and am responsible for my neighbourhood's mutual aid activities. As previously discussed on this podcast, WhatsApp groups are fraught with etiquette concerns. Many neighbours, no doubt because they are lonelier than normal, are using the groups to share their latest yoga experiences and general opinions on lockdown life. Recently, phone in hand, I opened a notification approximately one second after receiving it, only to realise that one of our core members, who actually does a lot of volunteering as opposed to just virtue signalling, had sent a photograph to the group of him, well, taking his girlfriend from behind. (laughs) They didn't sex the boss, they sexed the WhatsApp group. Apologies, William, there was no ladylike way to say that. There was mass outrage in the group and the photograph was deleted less than a minute later. <laughs> mass outrage! I haven't removed him from the group because he is one of the only volunteers who offers to drive food to hospitals. And it probably was a mistake. Any advice for this uniquely corona-era dilemma? Yours sincerely, Vicky. My advice, it's given someone to talk about, Vicky. So... What can you do? I would not mention it at all. Move on. Pretend it didn't happen. I think that's crack the best, on. That's the best thing to uh, to cope with it. Just give everyone something to talk about. Next question: William Hansen, UK's 18th leading etiquette expert. 
This is from Ted. Dear William and Jordan, thank you for staying with us despite everything that's going on in the world. You are the light that I hope never goes out. Well, we're not going out at the moment because it's illegal. I think I need to have words with my flatmate for his poor etiquette, but I wanted to check if I was within my rights to voice my displeasure, especially if you consider us all being locked in together with no feasible escape. He has no respect for the rule that I believe to be sacred in a house-share situation. The closed bedroom door. Oh my god! Yes! If you live with other people and you come across a closed bedroom door, in my opinion, you should leave it the way you find it. Thank you! Thank you! My flatmate, however, believes that a closed door should be treated like an open one. That you can walk through it without warning and without any consideration for the person on the other side of it. This all became too much when my flatmate walked in on me when I was having a moment with myself, shall we say. Luckily, the fact my trousers were around my ankles didn't matter too much as everything was covered by the duvet. But the fact he walked in and sat on the end of my bed whilst my crown jewels were cupped didn't seem to bother him one bit. What are your opinions on a closed bedroom door? I know if I live with Jordan, I wouldn't want to burst in on his kinky behaviour without a polite knock. Oh, for Yours, from my bedroom, Ted. Okay, uh, first of all, Ted, I like that you've had a crafty one there and you do it under the covers. That's very good. Because then if someone does come in, you can be like, I'm just having a nap. I'm going to remember that. (laughs) Second thing, oh my God. I have told my housemates this loads of times. Um, Your room and anybody that's listening, if you're house share like I do, if someone's got the door closed, don't knock to say hello. Don't go in it unless you have to. It just means they want their own personal space and personal time. I say this all the time. If I had a bad day, I just want to go in my room and I want to watch shit telly. I want to watch Netflix. I want to watch Family Guy. But sometimes I agree, and I will never go in my housemate's room if the door's closed, because they just, you know, they could be doing a million and one things, especially if they, like, they've got a girlfriend round or something. So, yeah, all I them, totally agree with misses. you there. Can we all agree, if you share a house with someone and the room's closed, you don't go in the room, you don't pop in for a chat. Yeah. No, I, I would agree there. Like, a closed door, you have to knock first and you have to wait unless you are their significant other you have to wait for them to say yes come on in uh or or indeed no uh, give me a moment or anything like that you you do knock and it would be two knocks uh, rather than sort of any three knocks and it's the bailiffs two knocks yeah. and it's your flatmate what's your expert advice on mm. the situation if say you was wfh in in your having, room having a moment to yourself having a moment to oneself what did he do if someone knocks? My mate, actually, I'm going to... Do you want to give your advice here? I do, I, this is where my life experience ends. I have lots of experience. If you want to know what size napkin to put on the table during a tea party, you let me know. I'll be the first to give you advice. You if, want to know how to address an archbishop during Lent again? Fine, I'm with you. This, <laughs> Jordan's department. Right, This I've just remembered my mate told me this when we were... Oh, your mate no it was it was actually my mate honestly um so he was having a moment to himself at home in his room and his sister's come upstairs he was about to as well <laughs> go to run so sister come upstairs he's washing and she she knocked and said rick i've got your washing here <laughs> oh i'm not meant to say names she said um do you want to give out the address <laughs> 
Rob, I've got your washing here. And he literally flung off the bed and like headbutted the door to stop her from coming in, like threw his whole body at the door. And she went, what are you doing? He went, don't come in. I'm, I'm doing naked sit-ups. <laughs> I think that's quite a creative excuse. <laughs> so now our code word for that in our friends is naked sit-ups. So yeah, my advice is... If you are doing that and someone knocks on your door, say you're doing naked sit-ups. I mean, the thought of you doing naked sit-ups, I mean, I think that's a good a point as any to start wrapping things up, don't you? Before we finish, remember last week we said that if you leave us a new five-star review, I will read out anything that you put in that review. Unless, my two caveats were, unless it's bigoted or the Labour manifesto. If it's in any way socialist, it's not being read. Um, Producer Ben has chosen two for me to read here. I'm sure he hasn't picked anything that will make me sound stupid. Would you, Producer Ben? Such a great podcast. William, would you rather have legs for fingers or fingers for legs? Well, uh, what about legs for fingers or fingers for legs? Probably fingers for legs, because then that would give me an excuse not to run. In my expert opinion, the Toby Carvery is the most highly esteemed restaurant the United Kingdom has to offer. Their culinary masterpieces are second, perhaps only to that of Greg's. And I can assure you, I will never ever speak those words again. We need to make William say things that we don't want him to say, so put stuff on the reviews and we'll get to read it out. Um, before we go, I want to say thank you for... Well, I don't know about you, but I've had like loads of lovely comments this past week or so saying it's it's good to have you back. We need you. Um, not we need you, but you know it, it's kind of helping us, which does mean a lot to us, doesn't it, William? It means very much to us. It does. No, that doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, the D's gone. Can't <laughs> You know what I mean. <laughs> but it does. It means a lot to us. So uh, thank you for all your lovely messages on Insta and Twitter. And sorry if we can't reply, but we've had so many saying it's so good to have you back um, with everything that's going on. So thank you. Stay safe. Stay well mentally and physically. And look after yourself and your Jordan, friends and family. Yeah. Can I, Ben, hand in front of your mouth if you want. Can I just say that... Um, and, I'm, and I direct this to both of you. But... I really, really miss you, and I just want to give both of you a hug. Oh, don't... Don't! You're going to make me cry, yeah? Cheers. I miss you too, but we'll get through it. We will all get through this. We will. Um, yeah. What are you having for your tea? For dinner. What are you having for dinner? Uh, I think we're having Thai spice chicken. Oh, I'm having sausage and mash. Are we done? We're finished. We're not American. Okay, we're finished. Hmm? Should we have a game now that we're on cam? Should we carry on playing cock or ball? Ben, shoot first this time. Cock. Or is that ball? What do you think, William? Jordan, go away. Ben, you're going to have to show us more. It's definitely ball. Goodbye. Goodbye.